Good morning, everybody. It is Sunday. We are back for another episode of Real Talk. Jeff here. Brad, how are you, sir? Dude, 8-0 when I woke up, so I'm feeling pretty good. Sundays have been a blessing for me this year. I've been loving it. Yeah, you know, um, we got our third win last Sunday night. I'm feeling good as well. You know, not everybody can be undefeated, you know. Um, Trending upwards. Trending upwards, getting more wins, nat- Natch on the, the belt. Uh, we're, we're on pace for 11 and 5, and, you know, that's all we can ask, you know. So, Tony, good morning. But uh, I'm ready to talk some football. Are you ready to talk some football? Always ready to talk football. Always yeah. ready. Good morning, Robbie. Thank we got a uh, nice little cast and crew in here, and let's get after it. So, uh, big-time divisional game today. Uh, I think that's a fair statement to make. The three, four, and one Eagles are at the two and seven Giants. Now, if the Eagles were to win this game, they would not overtake the Eagles, but it would be a huge step in what they're trying to accomplish this season. Who are you taking? Um, well, I guess straight up, I'm taking the Eagles. If we're just going to start with a game pick here, I'm taking the Eagles. Um, the Eagles are starting to get a little bit more healthy. Um, they do get Elshon Jeffrey back for the first time today. Um, the Giants' defense isn't to be overlooked, I feel. Their defense has been playing better than I think some people give them credit for. But like I said, I, I think the Eagles can go at least 500 in their last eight games. I think this is a very winnable game for them, coming off of a bye week as well. Um, they've had plenty of time to prepare for the Giants. Um, division games are always, you know, kind of a coin flip because, you know, the teams see each other so much. But I just think the the Giants record kind of reflects who their team is this year. I think the Eagles record, I think they're a better team than 3-4-1. and one. I think they've just been beat up and have had some unfortunate losses. Mm-hmm. I mean, two of their four losses are to the Steelers and Ravens. Um, I don't even remember who, who, who their other two lost. I know they lost to Washington in week one, a little shocker there. But they've lost, lost to some pretty good teams in, in the NFL. So I, I think the Eagles are going to finish the last half. And I don't think it'll be as bad when they make the playoffs. I think this team could be a nine seven or a, <clears throat> like a nine six and one team, or maybe even an eight seven and one team. I think they'll finish with a positive record. Yeah, you know, for me, uh, the the Giants are one of the only teams left that have still played nine games coming into today. You know, there's uh, there's only a handful of those teams, so they've they've had their fair share. They're beaten up. They've uh, they've played a lot of games. But I'm I'm taking I'm taking the Eagles here only because I mean the Giants coming off a uh, a pretty solid matchup with the Bucks two weeks ago on Thursday night and then last week they uh, they they didn't exactly come out as, as I thought so again I just the Giants who they are who we think they are the Eagles uh, as you've noted have lost to some pretty solid teams I mean this is a bad football team as far as as far as what their record is, but I, I think going forward, I'm with you as far as what they can do um, offensively. I mean, getting Jalen Rager back, uh, the emergence of Travis, is it Fulham? Fulham? Travis Fulgham. Yeah, Fulgham. Uh, they <laughs> should have Dallas Goddard today. Uh, obviously, Zach Ertz is out, but Miles Sanders is still back there. Yeah, I think he yeah, comes Miles, back too. Yeah, Miles Sanders is out there. Uh, I like this offense to put up probably 30 today. You know, Wentz might turn it over a couple times, but I, so I like, I, 
Yeah, I like them comfortable. I like them 30 to 20-ish, somewhere in there. Uh, good morning, Jared. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I yeah, see a I, lot of guys in the in the group here. What do you guys think about the Eagles-Giants? You can keep going, though, but let us yeah, know this, what you guys I, I, think. This game is is quietly big. I mean, for what it's worth, the Eagles have a bye coming uh, very soon here. And a loss doesn't do them very good. I mean, they, they still would have a one-game lead, if not two-game. Are you so talking about the Giants or Eagles? I'm sorry, the Eagles. Yeah, the you, Eagles. you said they have a bye coming soon. They're coming off their bye. Sorry. Okay, yes. So they've just had their bye. The Giants have a, a bye coming soon. Yep. But the, Eagles, okay. uh, the Eagles can't afford to drop this game. Eagles in oh. a close one. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. <clears throat> Oh, Jared, but, uh, come on. People care about this game, dude. It's, it's, I, I, if it was just two bad teams, I could see no, but like every game in the NFC game. East is for, for the division. They're in the playoffs yeah. already when they play each other. So yeah. I understand maybe a lot of people think it's moot because once they make the playoffs, they'll get bounced in the first round. But whoever comes out of the NFC East will be hosting a playoff game, but it will probably be against like a team like Tampa. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe it will be nonsense in the end but yeah i think everybody gets up for the colts giants there's been some iconic plays you look back to the deshaun jackson punt return that he fumbled and some of those other games they, they, they this is an interesting rivalry i think it'll be fun to watch if your team's not on at one yeah jen good morning kyle good morning robbie i'm taking the giants think they'll come out swinging get off to the gates eagles will make it close in the fourth quarter uh game Interesting. Okay, so you're you're on you're on the opposite end of this one. So, okay, yeah, I don't I don't disagree. If the Giants can come out and play as good as they did on Thursday night against the Bucks, I mean, I think this is uh, this is a game that they can win. Um, the Eagles should win. Jared, Giants yeah. can't beat anyone not in Washington. That's actually a fact. That's actually a weird fact. All right, here let's go into the next one. Uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but the one and seven Jags are at the six and two Packers. I got Packers big. Yeah, I think this is the. I, I was looking. There, there are some favorites on the weekend, but I think this is definitely the most one-sided matchup. Um, the Packers at home versus a team that's on a seven-game losing streak. I still think Gardner Minshew's out. So even if he's not the greatest, they're still without their starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, LaVisca Chenault hurt his hamstring last game. I don't know if he's even playing this game or if he'll be full health. And he's not even that big of a difference maker. Uh, the Packers offense is going to be another game where those guys in fantasy, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, all three yeah. of those guys should probably pop off. There's, I don't know if there's anybody who can make a real argument that says the Jaguars even make this close. Yeah, I, I agree. I have a quick question. Would you rather be sipping margaritas on the beach in Mexico or listening to this pod? Both? <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, thanks for listening, dude. Live from Mexico here. Uh, Evan, good morning. Thanks for listening as well. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get to our next game here. I, I'm... Uh, I'm iffy on this one. This one doesn't really mean a whole lot, but Washington could use the win here. The Washington football team is at the 3-5 Lions. The 3-5 and five Lions. Um, Got a boy, Ant. Doing both right now, boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, hey, I appreciate the listening. I, I can't say that if I was in Mexico, I, I would be uh, watching this, this this podcast, but I appreciate the uh, the loyalty. Um, 
And you just got your free shirt the other day. So if you're repping that, dude, snap a picture. We'll send you some more gear. On the beach, real talk. <laughs> International. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I like Washington here for the simple fact of they need the win, but I don't I don't love the pick. Obviously, their quarterback situation's pretty bad right now. Kyle Allen's actually listed as out, so they're going to be starting Alex Smith. I, this is a hard take for me. I could easily see the Lions winning this, but Washington really needs this W. Like, they really need it. And if they, if they want to move forward, they have to win this game. Um, the way Alex Smith has looked when he's playing, yeah, I know, not good. I know. And the way the Lions' offense looks without Kenny Galladay isn't great either. Um, I think the Washington's front seven will pose some problems for the Lions, and not having Kenny Galladay limits the Lions' offense. Um, I think this is going to be an offensive struggle. I think this game is potentially going to be where both teams score under 24. It's going to be field goals are really going to matter. I don't think the teams are going to be able to move the ball very well. But as you alluded to, um, with the emergence of the Vikings and the Bears still having five wins already, the Lions don't really have a ton to play for this season other than, you know, maybe the coach coaching for his job. But Washington definitely needs the game more. I expect more intensity out of them. But this is a really tough game to call. Um, He's got Lions easily, and that's Matt. So I'm taking the Lions because uh, (laughs) Oracle has spoken. But he didn't say upset. Yeah, but still, (laughs) Matt's Matt's shooting 100%ers right now in all of his pick'em leagues, man. He's incredible. But um, now, in in mind, I have the Lions. Uh, I think home field advantage is just what I'm going to have split on this. Um, Yeah. But it, I'm not convinced either way. I'm just taking the home team, and that that's all I got. I I could see Washington winning this game. It wouldn't be shocking to me. But I do have the Lions as well, Matt. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, the Lions should that, win. Matt, Tony. I mean, the, the Lions should win. Patricia should be gone as fast as – Yeah, Tony, the fact that Matt bad. Patricia – I mean – He should be Matt gone. Patricia, he should be gone, but he also deserves to have his job more than Adam Gase does. <laughs> So grouping those two in the same category isn't fair. Adam Gaze in a league of his own. Yeah, he is so bad. He is so bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm o- I'm only going Washington here because they need the win. I- I'm not confident in it. I could easily see the Lions winning. It's not something I'm like locked down on, and I'm calling a cold hard fact. But moving on to this one, the two and six Texans at the five and three Browns. I flip flop on this game so many times. I. I- Something tells me this is the third win for the Texans, but the Browns really need this win to kind of keep pace and to get back in the, in the playoff picture. And they're coming off a bye, correct? Yeah, they're coming off a bye. Um, I would assume they're going to be pretty uh, coached up for this game. They should they should have seen their tape. They get Nick Chubb back. Nick Chubb's back and active today. Uh, so you fantasy owners, if you if you're hearing this today, Nick Chubb is in the lineup uh, as is Kareem Hunt. So. I mean, two-back system. They've been pretty good running that against uh, anybody not named the Steelers and the Ravens. I think the Browns probably win, but I'm not even going to be shocked if the Texans pull it out. Yeah, um, I just think that uh, I'm taking the weather into effect, and it's supposed to be a pretty kind of crappy day in Cleveland. Some pretty good wind going on, drizzles. You know, the field's going to be wet. And that favors a running game. And the Texans just put David Johnson out this week. The Browns get Nick Chubb back. 
the Texans, I believe, have the worst run defense in the NFL. I just expect the Browns, you know, if it was a beautiful day, Hopkins or Deshaun Watson, excuse me, being able to throw the ball against the Browns, pretty bad secondary. I, I would like to favor the Texans and I had them earlier in the week. But as the week's gone on with the weather, the loss of David Johnson, the addition of Nick Chubb, I just think coming off of a bye at home, it would be really hard. It, this would be a backbreaker if the Browns were to lose this game and go to five and four. Um, the Ravens and Steelers don't look like slowing down in their division. They've already lost a tiebreaker to the Raiders and a tiebreaker to the Colts, I believe is their third loss, right? They lost to the Colts. Yeah, I believe so. Who, so, the Texans? No, 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 the Browns. The they Browns three- beat the Colts. Okay, who's their third loss? Steelers, Ravens. Steelers, Ravens, Raiders, yep. Okay, so yeah. they did beat the Colts. Excuse me, they have the tiebreaker to the Colts. But, um, yeah, Evan, I agree being they should win and definitely could lose. Um, I feel like the Browns fans for the past 15 years have gone into that. Like, even if we should win, you know, it just sometimes it doesn't work out. I believe you should have some confidence in this game. I believe you're going to dominate yeah. the run game. I would and, hope so. And I just think. This is a game that the Browns coming off a of bye need to win. Again, if they lose this game, it would be a real backbreaker for their season in terms of playoff hopes. But if they can go to 6-3 and three and get some momentum going after the bye week, hopefully this is a game where Baker can can step back in, in, into uh, and like uh, play some good football, I guess is what I'm looking for. So I, I like the Browns here. Home team, run game, schemes. This, the, the weather, the situation, the opponent, yeah. it's built for how they want to play, and I think that I think they roll here. Yeah, I mean, the Browns should get the job done. I mean, like you said, they, yeah. they definitely have the better uh, running game. I, I just think, I think at the end of the day, if this does become somewhat of a throwing game, I'm going to trust the Texans more in that sense, but I think the Browns are able to get it done on the ground. 30 carries between their two backs should get it done. And like, as you alluded to, I mean, I live in Ohio, I'm right outside and it's, I mean, it's cold and and it's wet. So it's going to be drizzling all day. Uh, I like the Browns here, but again, I'm not super confident. Matt's going Texans. I'm not arguing with you. I could see the Texans pulling it off only because rule of the pod Browns are the Browns until they're not the Browns. So this is, this is, I think this is just. For me, I think this is a situation where we kind of overthink Deshaun Watson here. Like, I know the Browns are the Browns, but the Texans have two wins, and they're both against the Jaguars. They haven't shown they've been able to beat any other team. And the Browns have lost, you know, they've lost to some really good teams. You could even put the Raiders in your top ten. Certain people would have them there. And, I mean, the Ravens and the Steelers combined are, what, 14-2? and The Browns, Kevin Stefanski has shown that so far this year, they've really beat the teams they're supposed to. And I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep rolling with that. And I I think the Browns are going to be able to get it done. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Moving right along. It's a clock game. There's actually not too many one o'clock games today. Four o'clock games today. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. The the really weird thing is, is there's not a CBS game. So I think it's for you Browns. For you Browns fans, okay, that typically don't have the ticket because you live in Ohio, uh, the game won't be on CBS. It'll be on Fox. So I I would assume that they're going to give the Fox game nationally to the Buccaneers and Panthers. Just going off assumptions. Um, Unless you live in Ohio or Michigan, then you might see the Lions today. I'm looking at it right here, and it says says. Fox for all six of these games or all five of these games. So you're right. They could choose to pl- 
play the Bucks. Yeah, I would assume that Ohio and Michigan will see the Lions, Washington football. The rest of the nation will see Buccaneers, Panthers. If I had to guess. So, who knows? But uh, if you're a Browns fan, you might want to look into going to a bar or something. Heading back to the pool, go Browns. Anthony, thanks for listening, man. I appreciate it. Good morning, AJ. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, let's get right into the last one o'clock, though. It's uh, the six and three Buccaneers at the three and six Panthers. Panthers got McCaffrey back last week. Looked good. Um, were able to scare the Chiefs, and then uh, McCaffrey goes back to being injured. They put up enough points, though, to uh, at least make it fun. We talked about that last week on the pod. Um, I've been a huge supporter of the Panthers all year. I'm going to continue to be. I like them to. I like them to make this game interesting, but I'll take Buccaneers um, in a really close one. Tom Brady's been undefeated this year at one o'clock, so I'm, I'm going to keep it that way. Um, one o'clock game seemed to favor Brady and, and the Bucks, and I'll take them. Yeah, um, the Panthers lose McCaffrey right after getting back. He, he's not playing today with the shoulder injury. At least that's what they said in the middle of the uh, middle of the week. Um, Jared's got Panthers seven to ten. Um, by seven, by seven to ten points. Okay. Um, I think that's a little, little wild. But um, the Buccaneers. I, I think last week. Um, obviously everyone knows they ran the ball only five times, setting an NFL record for fewest rush attempts, and one of those runs was a kneel down. Yeah. So they really only ran the ball four times. I think that number quadruples. I think they run the ball eighteen to twenty sometimes. I agree with you. Um, the defense has a lot to prove after what happened against the Saints. That defense has been, I mean, I would assume they've been looking at film this week on how poorly they played against the Saints. I think the entire Buccaneers organization looks at this as a uh, as a statement game. This game is much bigger than, than what I thought it was going to be at the beginning of the season. Panthers are a good team. I can't say enough about Matt Rule. Um, he's been a fantastic coach. What he's done with the Panthers, even at three and six, I believe everyone looks at them as better as a better than yeah. a three and six. I'm really excited to see what they'll do next year. But um, I, I do believe that the Buccaneers are just the better team here, and uh, Brady's playing a still young defense against the Panthers. I I, I just think. The Panthers are really up against this. This would be a true upset, and they played every team this year, even the good teams, close. But I like the Buccaneers. If it's going to be a close game, I'll take Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, if we can revisit their Week Two matchup here for a quick second. So, uh, Bucks yep. coming off. Bucks were coming off a loss. Okay, Panthers were coming off a loss in a shootout with the Raiders. All right, this week the Bucks are coming off a loss to the Saints as well. So same exact thing. And the Panthers are coming off a loss to the Chiefs. So both teams coming off a loss. What happened last time? Uh, Brady was averaged 23 of 35 for one touchdown and one pick. Okay. Uh, Bridgewater actually outplayed him as far as passing, but had zero touchdowns and two picks. McCaffrey ended up getting hurt in this game, if you guys remember. But the thing that Brad alluded to, Bucks were able to run the ball. They ran it 22 times for 122 and three touchdowns. That's five and a half a carry. I expect very similar today. And just like last time, Godwin was out. Godwin will play today. They have more receivers. They'll be more of a threat. Um, you know, if you have a Carolina Panthers receiver, start them because they were able to have a field day last time they played. DJ Moore, 8 for 120. Robbie Anderson, 9 for 109. And Mike Davis, 8 for 74. I mean, the, clearly they, they were able to move the ball against the Bucks. I don't think it'll be enough. 7 to 10 points. I think that's a little much, Jared, but... Uh, 
I could see I could see Carolina taking this, but this just seems like a I don't know. Brady hasn't struggled at one o'clock too often this year. He's got it done. The Bucks are uh, they've had another week with Antonio Brown. They watched that game film, realized how bad they looked. I got the Bucks semi big. I don't know. I like them by ten. Matt, that is bold. But I, I don't I, think that's too bold, honestly. It's crazy. I mean, that it'd be a perfect day for Brady, but he could potentially have a perfect day. I mean, yeah, I think they're out to prove something. I just think this game means more to the Bucks, way more to the Bucks than it does to the Panthers right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think Tony Tilly has a big day. I don't know if you start AB. It depends on who you got, but I wouldn't go to me for fantasy advice. So, well, uh, if he's your third receiver, Tony. You're putting him in a flex. Yeah, there's options there. If you got two solid receivers, I probably wouldn't put him in there. But I think he's good for at least five catches today. But what are those five catches for? Last week, it was like five for 45 yards. That's so, true, Jared. I read about them. Uh, they got to the hotel late last night. It's possible. They very well could. Um, yeah, I, I read that too. I mean, they, they, not they were supposed to take that into consideration. They were supposed to land at 4 p.m. in Carolina. They didn't land until 11.15 or something like that. Um Matt's saying start A-B. Start A-B. You heard it here first. If Matt says it, it's cold. <laughs> Moving right along, first 4 o'clock game of the week. This will be a fun one, I think, even despite record. The 2-6 and six Chargers are at the 5-3 and three Dolphins. Um, rookie quarterback, rookie quarterback. I think we were, we were looking forward to this before the season started. Um, this is the first of what's going to be a, uh, a couple solid rookie matchups over the next couple of weeks. I like the Dolphins on defense alone. John, good morning. Thanks for watching. I like uh, I like the Dolphins here. Yeah, I think um, I think the Dolphins' offense is going to have some success against a much weaker defense than I anticipated in the Chargers. Yeah. Um, Anthony Lynn hasn't done a great job, coach. I mean, there's a lot of questions with him. You know, late games, losing these big leads, this and that. On the other side, the coach for the Dolphins has been ranting, raved about. And um, he's been doing phenomenal. The offense playing well. But you can't say enough about this defense and special teams. The way that the Dolphins' defense comes out every week and they're forcing turnovers, giving Tua good position. And and they're they're now 3-0 and with Tua after after beating the Cardinals, right? They're now 2-0. and So he's only played twice. Yep, the mediocre game and then his great game against yeah. the Cardinals. So... I, I like the Dolphins here. I think they just have a better roster top to bottom, or at least they're using their roster better. Um, yeah. I think I still think Herbert can have a good day because Herbert hasn't really had a bad one yet. But I like the Dolphins. I think they're a better team, and they're fighting for playoffs. Yeah, this Dolphins secondary has been really quiet, but it's very good. It's very physical. Um, I mean, just the defense alone has been playing unreal it's been one of the quiet really good defenses this year nobody's really talking about them as an elite defense we're talking about Pittsburgh and the Ravens and even the Chiefs and New England early in the year and I mean there's been there's been even the Buccaneers there's been defenses we're talking about consistently this Dolphins defense is as good as any of them it seems like but they're just not getting the recognition I mean they single-handedly won them the Rams game so uh they've had touchdowns two weeks in a row actually uh I like them to win again today over a rookie quarterback, and uh, as long as Tua doesn't blow the game, I think they'll win. Yep, I think their defense carries, but I think their offense shines too. I think the Dolphins win by maybe 10 to 14. Yeah. 
moving right along, we got the three and five Broncos at the five and three Raiders. Well, now that I've lost my bet on the Raiders for the year, I can officially pick them in games, and I will do that this week. I got the Raiders. Tony, um, just real quick, I know you said you don't really trust the Bears' offense, but I think Allen Robinson is like the 10th or 11th highest scoring fantasy receiver in the NFL. If your options are A, B, or Allen Robinson, you take who you want, but Allen Robinson's been a dog this year. Even if the team as a whole hasn't put up points, he's gotten his targets, his catches, his yards. Um, Matt says he's got the Chargers. Jeez, oh, Pete's week. Making me feel scared, Matt. That's like the third game we've disagreed on, but I- I'm not wavering here. I'm going to take the Chargers, and I haven't heard you say upset alert, so I'm interested to see when that's going to come out, and it might not be Bengals-Steelers. You just said you're s- taking the Chargers. Are you taking the Dolphins or Chargers? I'm taking Dolphins. Oh, Matt okay. taking the Chargers. Yeah. Sorry, okay. I'm taking the Dolphins. Um, Broncos. Again, I just don't think they're a great team. They may be able to put up some yards against this Raiders defense, but it's been opportunistic at times to take the ball away. Yeah. Um, I just like the Raiders offense to roll here at home in Las Vegas in their dome. Broncos come into town. Their defense is still banged up. I expect Josh Jacobs to have a big day, open things up for Derek Carr. Um, Darren Waller should have a pretty good game. And um, you never know that they're pretty good at hitting over the top. They got some speedy receivers too. So I think the Broncos just get overwhelmed here a little bit. I think the Raiders win this game comfortably. Um, Maybe it's by a possession, but I think the Raiders will be in control of the game. I actually agree with you. I don't have too much more to add. Uh, I, I do think that the Broncos have shocked a lot of people this year, essentially with the fact that they haven't just laid down. You know, I think we said after the injuries that this team just wasn't good. And they've mustered up three wins. Um, and last week they were playing. Uh, they were playing for the win, weren't they? I feel like last week they were playing. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I don't even remember. I don't remember yeah. they played. They think they lost, but I don't remember. They, they, they did. They did lose, but I thought the game was at least close. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked with a Broncos tight game, but I like the Raiders regardless. Um, probably one of the more fun matchups of the day. Uh, the seven and two Buffalo Bills are at the five and three Cardinals. Both of these teams have given the Seahawks their only two losses. Which one's better? I don't know. It depends on which Josh Allen we get. I uh, I like the Cardinals. Um, their offense has been more consistent in my opinion, but I do think the Bills have a better defense than the Cardinals. And. I think that's going to leave the Josh Allen having a big game. I actually like the Bills to go in and win this game. They went on a little two-game losing streak after their 4-0 start, I believe. They dropped two, and then uh, they've been winning since then. So um, I'd like to see Josh Allen be more more consistent. Um, I have a lot of confidence in the Cardinals, and I think they'll be able to put up points, but I just think – I think the Bills pulled this one out. I don't know. I could be crazy. Um, this is yeah, a really good game. This is a really fun game. Yeah, it's definitely one of the better ones of the day for sure. I'm I'm excited for it. I like the Cardinals strictly because they're they're at home and it's inside. And uh, Kyler has been has been great this year, even in their losses. I think he had one bad game where he threw the the three the picks Lions, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, the Lions game. Outside that, he's been really good. I mean, like really good. <sighs> I like them close, like 24-21. I don't see this game getting too crazy. Yeah, I like them. 
21 I bump up those numbers a little bit, though. I think both yeah, of you're these gonna be teams, higher scoring. I, I think both of these teams will be around the 30 area, like a 28-34 or a 31-27 type of thing. Like, give them each one more touchdown. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it close, though, and I, I like the Cardinals to pull it out in the end. Oh. Number two, 425 start. It's the 4-5 and five 49ers at the 6-2 and two Saints. I don't. I want to take the Niners, but they're just they're too decimated at this point. Saints, and that that's that's literally what I'm doing here. Um, it makes me nervous. Um, picking the Saints, they're my survival pick of the week. I've let you guys know each week in my survival league. Um, I'm still in it. I'm taking the Saints. Seeing the 49ers logo and thinking about Kyle Shanahan and how they were 13 and three last year and played yeah. the Super Bowl. It's very deceptive to how they've been this year because even with the injuries, sometimes they've gone out and played good. But they have four wins, and three of them are against the Giants, Jets, and Patriots, who I think we can all agree have played pretty poor this year. Outside of those three teams, all in like they're one and five. So without Garoppolo, without Kittle, without Coleman, without Mostert, I don't think their offense has enough to be able to keep up with this Saints offense. And for that reason, at home, I know they're coming off of a big emotional game against the Bucks. But I think the Saints get it done here, and they go to 7-2. and two. So let me know why you think the 49ers, as banged up as they are, can give the Saints tr- trouble, because I, I just I like the Saints to win this game. Ryan, good morning, sir. Thanks With for joining. With Michael Thomas, they look, look different, too. I know it's only one game against yeah. the Bucks, and he particularly didn't do phenomenal. But what you have to do defensively to stop Michael Thomas opens it up for a lot of other guys. And Kamara's been – I mean, you even said it. He could be the offensive uh, – player of the year i mean he's been yeah. phenomenal no I'm, I'm right there with you i i like the saints to win as well but the niners have it just seems like and i know you pointed out they've been against bad teams or whatever but it seems like they've been good in games they shouldn't have been so it's like i don't know um i think with kyle shanahan they're never going to get rolled yeah they yeah. didn't have coaches they're not going to get rolled but they are a very beatable team this year unlike last year yeah they're very beatable and last year, the Niners went into New Orleans and beat them. But I'm with you. I don't think that happens this year. Uh, you know, just like the Niners weren't able to beat the Packers this year, I think the Saints will beat them up, too. It's just it's a bad matchup for the Niners. Uh, truly, they're just they're just outmanned at this point. And the, and the, the Saints are getting healthier. You know, they're getting Michael Thomas back, as you alluded to. Um, Kamara's been unreal. I mean, he's my vote for offensive player of the year as, as it stands right now. So it hasn't been terrible. Drew Brees has actually been pretty good as of late. He has. He He's absolutely has. Still have Drew Brees. Let's not forget yeah. to mention him. They still have Drew Brees running that offense, finding the right play, reading the defense. He's still there. Absolutely. Moving right along, we got the six and two Seahawks at the five and three Rams. Seahawks recover. I know it's against a really good defensive line, but I like them to battle back here. Um, it'll be interesting. Watch your fantasy matchups. Because you got Ramsey going up against one of two guys. It's either going to be DK or Lockett. I believe he'll go up against DK Metcalf. That may limit DK Metcalf for the game. Yeah, he's probably still going to get his, but it may limit him. Uh, DK was able to have his way on Stephon Gilmore, so who knows if he does on on Ramsey. But Seahawks win here. They find a way. They score. They score enough points. Um, I think the Rams and Seahawks will both be six and three after this game. I like the Rams to win this game. 
Um, Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson are both out for running backs for Seattle. That limits them there. Um, any team that ha- that plays against Aaron Donald, their offensive line looks awfully pedestrian. Aaron Donald causes problems. I don't think Russell have too many comfortable pockets today. And like you said, they've been beating teams by their two receivers and Russell dominating people. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey puts a little bit of a limit on that. You even alluded to, you know, he DK had his way or played well, I would say, against Gilmore. Well, guess what happened? They were they were two yards away from losing that game to the Patriots because they had what counters them a good corner and they disrupted Russell Wilson. The Jaguar or the uh, Rams, excuse me, have that with a better offense. I believe the Rams offense has really struggled to have a pure dominant game and they are playing the worst defense in the NFL. I look for Jared Goff, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, their their backfield of three three running backs that they run. I just look for the Rams to constantly put pressure on the Seahawks, and and the Seahawks are going to have to play perfect to win this game. I think the Rams can play well and win this game. So I think this is going to be a big game for the Rams in division. And the Seahawks, who were 5-0, fall to 6-3, and and teams maybe say they started to figure out how to kind of beat them if this defense for the Seahawks can't get any better. With the way Russ is playing, sure, the Seahawks could win. It's just down the coastline. It's not too far of an away game. Nothing like that's crazy, but I don't know. I I, re- I like the Rams to beat the Seahawks here. And, you know, all year when the Seahawks were undefeated, we were saying, you know, they're this close to losing. Their, their team's not good. It's all Russ. Well, now that's starting to kind of unfold, I think we should take advantage of that in our picks. I don't think the Seahawks are a better team than the Rams. Russell's going to have to create some magic, which he's good at doing. But I, I think the Rams are just a better all-around team here. I don't think you're wrong. I, I, it, Is it blind really, faith in Russell Wilson at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, at this it, at this point, everything you said makes 100% sense. I think you nailed it. I really do. Um, from a completely objective, you nailed it. And I think you're right in a lot of sense. But I'm going to give him one more game. And if they if they lose the Rams, then I'm out on the Seahawks. Even at six and three, if, I'm out on them. They, they the clearly, Seahawks, they clearly can they can only score. That's it. They if, can't win if games. If they lose to the Rams, two of their three losses are in division: Cardinals and Rams. It's huge. That's massive. not great either. And um, I don't know. We got we got um Seahawks by ten from Matt Kyle. That's kind of what we've been saying. Russ or bust. More often, it's been Russ. He has to be pretty much perfect. I believe I said that too. They got to be perfect to win this game. They got to score a 98% or better to win this game. The Rams could score a 92% or better and win this game. I just feel they have the perfect formula to 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 make the Seahawks the only thing they do well limit that. They have one of the most disruptive defensive lines and arguably the best corner in the NFL. So we're going to see. Yeah. I, wish, I wish the Steelers didn't play at 425 because Bills, Cardinals, um, Rams, Seahawks, and even my survival pick with the Saints, I'd love to watch all three of those games, but I'm, I'll be watching the Steelers. But um, another real, really great game. Real quick, let me just read some numbers off to you. 38, 35, 38, 31, 27, 34, 37, 34. Points allowed by the Seattle Seahawks. Points scored. 
Their lowest points total this year is 27. It's twice. Mm-hmm. They they dropped 30. They win. I'm sorry. They lost one time, 34. I. All right, but I'm they, just saying they dropped 30 every game. The Rams' offense can be explosive. No, I agree. I agree. And I believe right. the Rams That's are capable of scoring it. this over 30. I, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Jared Goff. I think they all have big days. I think Kyle, they all have. Kyle, good morning. I know you're a Seahawks fan. Carson and Hyde are both out for today. That this is- will literally be Russ and his boys, DK and Tyler, and they're going to go to work. And uh, gosh, I just. I just think what the what I think the, you're right. I you're I want to I want to agree with uh, you, but I just I want to take Seahawks. Russ Wilson, blind faith in Russ Wilson, and I yeah, can't argue that's with that. All it is. I just think, you know, the Seahawks and the Texans are what's what Russ Wilson is able to do. Yeah. If you took away Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, what is really the huge difference between the Texans and the Seahawks? Terrible defenses. Okay, wide receivers. I mean, what would Russ be able to do with Brandon Cooks and, and Will Fuller? I mean, I think, I, I think he'd be good. They're yeah. not as good. They're not as good as DK and Tyler. But I'm just oh. saying, like, Russ is also making their careers, I think. Tyler Lockett wouldn't have been able to do this anywhere else. And, you know, DK, maybe maybe DK could because he looks freaky. But all I'm saying is, like, this team, it, it, that's all it is is blind faith in Russell Wilson. Literally, the Seahawks want to say, we're going to put up a lot of points. You guys are too. And we're going to hope Russell Wilson has the ball last. And I just don't like confidently picking that against another team I think is pretty good in the Rams. Again, four of their five wins are against the NFC East. So maybe the Rams aren't good. And the Seahawks could beat them down and really prove that the Rams aren't good. But I don't know. I think this is a game where a lot of people are going to be looking at their bottom line or scrolling through the games. They're going to be like, Oh, the Rams are up 24-14 on the Seahawks. Yeah. I just think that's the kind of game we're going to see. Yeah, your dad just said, you know, the the Rams are inconsistent. They are 1-3 against teams not named the NFC East. Right. I I think this game is going to be close. It's going to be a really fun one. High-scoring offense. I have a a fantasy league that I need a win. I've been on a quarterback carousel ever since Dak Prescott went down. And I went to the waiver wire this week to find out who was playing Seattle, and it was Jared Goff. And I, I picked up Jared Goff, and I hope to God it pays off. I think it will. Everybody's had big days against against the Seahawks defense. So, Jared Goff, JG Wentworth, eight seven seven Tuddy Snow. Cash now, He's coming in. Rams yeah. win. Uh, Matt, don't. But uh, I'm ready. I need I need Matt to drop this upset alert on this next game. Oh, the two five and one Bengals are at the eight no Steelers at five or four twenty five. Come on, guys, drop somebody drop the upset alert. I want to take the Bengals. I think it's too much. I like the Bengals to throw for a lot of yards today, but I think it's a it's a Steelers win. Okay, so I just want to to backtrack just a few things. One, Jared, I believe you're watching right now. I've seen your name pop up a few times. You are one that came into this podcast last week and said, I love the Buccaneers, but we just can't beat the Saints. Jeff, you said, I love the Bills. They're a better team, but they just don't beat the Patriots. The Bengals do not go to Heinz Field and beat the Steelers, and just changing their quarterback isn't going to change that. Last year without Big Ben, the Steelers were 0-3 and the Bengals were 0-3, and they met on Monday night, and everyone's like, Steelers are going to 0-4. 
and we sacked Andy Dalton eight times. What offensive line, what line, what, what position on their line got better after last year? Not one position. And I, the, the Bengals' defense isn't good. They, they can do some okay things. I love Joe Burrow, and he's played fantastic. And I know the Steelers, their trend isn't always going upwards, even though they're 8 now. I understand that a loss is coming. That's what everyone's feeling. A loss is building up. That's what, that's what everybody's saying. And maybe they're right, but it's not the Cincinnati Bengals at Heinz Field. That's not the game the Steelers lose. And it's a great story. Joe Burrow's done well. And maybe in a year or two, Mixon's also out, correct? No Mixon. And when they beat the Titans, everyone said, wow, Joe Burrow, what he able to do? Be- God damn it, here it comes. But um, everyone talks about how they – thank you. Everyone t- – dude, that's great, Matt. Just dude, you're kidding. Off- <laughs> no. No. Matt, up to you, my guy. But I just – oh, goodness, I lost my train of thought. At that. That's just funny, dude. He's got me I rolling. Was, dude, I was waiting for the upset alert, and then he – just kidding. But uh, – yeah, everyone talks about what they're able to do against the Tennessee Titans with a different combination of offensive line. Um, the Titans, the worst part of their team is their pass rush. I don't know if you know what the best part of the Steelers' defense is, but they're tied for the league lead with 11 interceptions, and they lead the league in 32 sacks. You're going <laughs> to – Joe Burrow's better than Ben Roethlisberger, guys. You heard it here first. Whatever. He's oh, okay. Oh, boy. This is getting, this is getting intense. I wonder if Joe Burrow would be looked at better if he had six more wins than just two, but who knows? Real, real talk. I, real talk that. here. Do you think the Bengals can keep it close today, Brad? Um, no. No? I, I want to be objective and be like, it's an in-division game, it's close, but the Steelers' front seven, I don't think people would argue that they have the best pass rush and kind of like they, they lead the league in quarterback hits, sacks, all that stuff. Oh, they have the best pass rush. Offensive line for the Bengals is in shambles. And Joe Burrow, is he can move, but he's not a mobile quarterback. Joe Burrow played one other great defense this year, and it was the Ravens. And they lost 27-3. to Now, I know the Steelers' offense hasn't been phenomenal, but I want someone to go look up Big Ben's numbers away compared to home. His home numbers are way better. And against the two Ohio teams, there everyone in here who's yeah. played sports knows in their lifetime there was always one team or one guy they go up against and they just they just play better. They knew they had their number. Big Ben is unstoppable against Ohio teams. The Bengals, like I said, maybe on the road in a few weeks, maybe the Steelers don't have the undefeated momentum that they're going with, and they can cause some troubles. But everything the Steelers do well matches up against what the Bengals do poorly. And you can say the Steelers' defense allows a lot of passing yards. We lead the league in interceptions, or we're tied, excuse me, with 11 interceptions. We force turnovers, lead the league in quarterback hits and sacks. It's just a total mismatch. It's not a good matchup for the Bengals. And the Steelers at home are a different team. I do think the Steelers win by over over a score. I'm not going to put like a huge number on it. But the Steelers only have one game where they've scored under 26 points. It was last week. I believe they score somewhere in the 30s and the Bengals somewhere in the 20s. I'll go I'll go 38-24. 38-24 Steelers. But um, 
I think it's lower scoring Benji, for both sides, personally. He went through the issues yesterday, and he's he's warming up today. He got cleared from COVID. He's playing. And again, so, like some alluded to, Mixon's not playing either for the Bengals. Yeah, your dad your dad threw out twenty to seventeen. I think he's closer. Okay. I think you guys. I think you guys probably twenty seven, just over the twenty six mark. I like twenty seven to seventeen. I think you guys win, but. I don't know. I, I think I think it's a fun game until the third quarter. Let's just say that. Because I've been close on some games this year, but I feel like in the fourth quarter, I, I have ended up uh, losing out on a few. I know I, last week I was defending the, the Colts that would keep it close. They kept it close to the fourth quarter, like I said, but then it just became too much. I think this is a close one, too. No James, way, 2010 Pittsburgh. James Conner had one game earlier this year where, he, where he, uh, he got hurt and didn't have a lot of yards. He came back the next game. And he had over 100 yards and two touchdowns. Last week, they didn't run the ball against the Cowboys. At one point, it was 44 pass plays to only 14 run plays. I believe Connor has a big day on the ground. They also lose Carlos Dunlap on their defensive line. Um, I mean, I like my dad keeping it close. I think he's just kind of, you know, how the Steelers have played as of late. It doesn't look super convincing. I think if there's any team to get us back on track, this is the perfect time for us to play the Bengals. A lot of people looking at it that it's the perfect time for the Bengals to get the Steelers. I think it's the other way around. This is the this is after a three game road stretch and a scare against the Cowboys. It's time for the Steelers to bounce back in a dominating fashion over the Cincinnati Bengals. The okay. Steelers' offensive line and defensive line are going to push around. the The trenches are going to be dominated by the Steelers today, and it's going to show on the scoreboard. All right, moving right along. The six and two Ravens are at the three and five Patriots. Ravens have come up short twice this year. Once to the Steelers, once to the Chiefs. Uh, the Patriots have had a, uh, a rough go this year. You know, they haven't had too many wins. They've picked up wins against the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Raiders. I think uh, I think this one's close, but I think the Ravens probably ultimately end up pulling it out. But I think New England is actually going to shock some people. I think just like they played the Chiefs really well, I think they'll play the Ravens really well tonight. I think they'll force I think they'll force Lamar into a couple of bad decisions, but ultimately the running game will be too much. Ravens win. The Ravens' two losses are to teams that are sixteen and one, and they could have easily beat the Steelers in a very close divisional game. Yeah. They could have beat him. The Ravens could easily be 7-2. Um, because the Ravens' only two losses are to such great teams as of this year, I don't have any reason to believe they're not going to roll the Patriots. Um, you said they might surprise people and keep it closer. Um, I, I just think the Ravens' run game is so much different than most teams. Um, I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched the Patriots enough this year. But I, I just think the Ravens are, are still too good of a team. I, yeah. I think is it, is this a people, game you'll find yourself watching tonight? Well, it's a Sunday night game. It'll definitely be on at my house. Like I said, I, I have two TVs where I'm at, so I'll probably yeah. be gaming and watching it. Um, and if it's closer, I'll pay more attention. But I just – the way Cam Newton's played, um, he struggled early against the Jets' defense. He turned it on late. This Ravens – he struggled early. He started 11 of 11. They went down 10 points. I, I understand. He started 11 it, of 11. It, it, so they were short passes that didn't even get him to field goal range. Mm. How many yards on 11 for 11? 
I don't know, like 115, 120. I don't know. All right. So, so Cam Newton was on fire and got down 10 points to the Jets early. Really? Like, it's the Jets, so I'm not going to try and talk him up. But Cam Newton actually played one of his best games of the year. I'm just saying, going from playing the Jets defense to the Ravens defense, like Cam Newton over the last month has looked pretty poor. I think we can agree on that. I, I just think this Ravens defense is better than any defense that the Ravens have played recently or the Patriots, excuse me. I I just think the Patriots are going to struggle to score points and struggle to stop the Ravens. I think in like, I don't think this is a one possession game at the end. Um, I know it's Sunday night and the Patriots are at home. They have Bill Belichick, so they could play better than I anticipate, but I don't know. I think too many people sold some stock on the Ravens because they haven't been as dominating as last year but they're still winning games and they've won most of them yeah. pretty comfortably. And the ones they've lost, I mean, they got, they got hammered by the chiefs, but they've lost a really close game to a team that's undefeated and they've beat all the other teams, you know, even if it didn't look pretty, which they're not a team that's supposed to look pretty at the end of the game. It's like, Oh, they're up by 14 or they're up by 17 or they're up yeah. by, 10. it's like, they're just, they, they, they slowly just beat you up over time. And I believe the best part of the Patriots defense is their secondary. Well, that's not where the Ravens want to test teams. It's on the ground. I think they can run the ball all over this team. And um, we're going to see, though. I just, uh, I mean, if you really think about it, I understand they have five losses. I'm not trying to defend this, but there's been one team that's blown New England out this year. One. Chiefs? No, Chiefs didn't blow them out. Didn't they play the – or the Chiefs blew out the Ravens, excuse me. You're talking about yeah. the Patriots. That right. game was – we had a chance to win that game no, in the no, no. fourth yeah. quarter. And it was without close. Yeah. And it was it was really yeah. – I remember that game. I thought – I was talking the, about the – The only blowout was against San Francisco. And for some weird reason – I mean, it was Cam's first game back from coronavirus. If I'm – yeah. It was his first game back from coronavirus, I think. My other thing real quick on that. You are correct. But how did the 49ers beat the brakes off them? Every which possible. They it ran was, the ball. Both. All. They, they ran it and they threw it. It was balanced. It was like 25 I, and 25. It was crazy. I think most people who watched it, though, it was Mostert just running all over the field, which opened up for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but it might open up some stuff for Lamar. They do have some speed on the perimeter, even yeah. though he's not the best pocket passer. I just think that the Patriots, um, I think we looked it up on a more recent pod. I think there's only been two games where they've held a team to under 100 yards rushing. Yeah. And now the Ravens are coming into town. Not a strength. And um, I just think the Patriots can play a lot of teams close, but I think the NFC and AFC comps to each other, the Ravens and the 49ers are kind of built the same way on defense and running the ball. So I think this is just a bad matchup for the Patriots who aren't playing well to begin with. And then they get a team that that really just plays them like to their weaknesses. and. Um, I think it'll take Cam Magic just to keep this one close. I, I just think the Ravens Ravens win this game pretty big. And the Patriots didn't convince me last week against the Jets and how they needed to pull that out. Yeah. Uh, Matt's with me, man. I think New England is going to keep this one closer than a lot of people are giving it credit for. They're going to stack the box, and they have the corners to play one-on-one on the outside with, I mean, let's face it, Baltimore doesn't have elite receivers. Oh. Des Bryant. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Thank sorry. You. Thank sorry. you for acknowledging that. Okay. <laughs> I, not that I don't think Dez is a good receiver, because I think he is, but is he? Years ago. I mean, he's not burning Stephon Gilmore. 
I mean, he ain't DK Metcalf. Des Bryant. 2013 Des Bryant wasn't burning Stephon well, Gilmore. He was never burning a, anybody. I know. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I do think the Ravens win this. I guess I'm arguing that they keep it close. I mean, what are we arguing at this point? I mean, we, yeah. I think we both agree Ravens. Um, so it would be nice for the AFC North. Yeah. Well, it's 13-3 Ravens. What? Dad? Are you saying Ravens by 13-3? Or are you saying the Ravens literally hold the Patriots to three puntos? And the Patriots hold the Ravens to 13. Because if that's the case, I like the Patriots. If the Ravens only score 13, mark my words, New England wins. If you score, if you hold the team under 21 points, you should win. Yeah. We've, we've discussed that multiple times in this pod. If you hold the team under 21 and you lose, you just suck that day. It was just yeah. bad. Yeah. Three for Pats. Wow. Not one Lamar Jackson interception. Patriots start at their own 30 or. Okay, wait until the end for this one. Upset alert. <laughs> it's it's I not like an upset. This it's Kings not an are upset. the better. They're winning. Oh! Oh! Waited for the end of the pod to drop it. Jags beat the Packers. I'm not even. I'm not even going to discuss the game. I'm just going to see if you're right, Matt. I'm not even going to go back to it. I'm, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, no. unfortunately, it was like our second game we talked about, Matt. So you're coming in super late here. I but I know why I did it because like. It, and that's what it is. That, that's a true upset alert, Matt. That, that is a true upset alert. If that if that truly happens at this point, it's like we can't even. Holy cow. We're going to have to get you a hookup at ESPN so you can put an upset alert up <laughs> in the nation. She should. Oh, we're actually in Mexico right now. We're in international waters right now, Matt. Yeah. You're, you're well, to, to the globe right now. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Football, 8-15. The three and five Vikings are at the five and four Bears. I think we're both agreeing on this one. We haven't even talked about it. And I thought this is where Matt was going with his upset alert. I get, the, I get the Vikings in this game, and I got them comfortable. It's outside in Chicago. Don't matter. Dalvin Cook, 25-plus carries, and gets the job done. Why? Why, Jeff? Why? Why do I want to pick the Bears here? Because it's prime time and Kirk Cousins is playing. That's why and you want to pick the Bears. Foles is playing in prime time, where yeah. he seems to do better. He does do better. And time. Nick Foles has struggled this year, but the Vikings have the worst corners in the league, arguably. And the Bears have a pretty good run defense against the only thing that seems to be working for the Vikings is running the football. And they're at home. Vikings win pretty easy. However, Nagy is no longer calling offensive plays. I don't know, man. I got a day to sleep on this one. Right now on my weekly pickums, I have the Vikings picked because they've been on fire the last two weeks and look like the Vikings maybe we thought they could be. But, man, I didn't ever have the the Vikings tie. (laughs) I didn't ever have the Bears losing four straight. I just think they have too good of a team to, to drop four in a row. Just for just to play devil's advocate, I'm gonna go Bears here. Just just wow. to pick Bears. Um, I think Nick Foles can't play terrible the whole season. Um, and I like the Bears defense to step up. The offense for the Vikings has seemed pretty one dimensional, and the Bears have a run defense, so I think they can maybe not stop limit Dalvin Cook, but limit him. And I think this will be low scoring. I think Dad's around the right. 
right mark there with 17. I think maybe a 21-17 or maybe some field goals come into play in an 18-17 needing two-point conversion. Every little field goal and point's going to matter in Chicago and mid-November. The Bears. I, uh, I think, yeah. next, I think next week on the live show, we're talking about how the Vikings are making a playoff push. It's possible. But that all ends if they lose to the Bears here. Absolutely. 100%. But I don't think they do. 31-17 Vikings. That's that's pretty much where I'm actually at. That's where I'm well, at. Got the Bears. Everyone's got the Bears around 24 or less points. Yeah, absolutely. It just depends on how explosive the Vikings can be or how explosive in particular Delvin Cook can be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I like Cook again today. 100, 150 points. But I, I think the Bears can pull this one out. I think this will be a really – this is actually a really good Monday night football game. I think this will be a lot of fun for the neutral fan. I got a wild stat for everyone today. The top 20 scorers in the NFL this year, meaning points. You have to, it's, quarterbacks are typically not included. So it has to be receiving touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, or field goals, okay, and two-point conversions. All those count as points. Dalvin Cook's number one in the league. Two through nine, or Two through 20. All kickers. Dalvin Cook is scoring at a absurd margin. And they lead the league in two-point conversions. The Vikings do. That's weird. It is weird. Someone's got to do it, I guess. I mean, they're, but they're, they have a bunch of them. They're going for them all the time. So, huh. yeah, yeah. I don't expect there to be 34 points combined. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I like the Vikings here. Well, guys, we, we finished right before 11 o'clock. We got you uh, plenty of time to, to set your fantasy lineups and travel to uh, family's houses for games and, and whatnot, and maybe even watch the Masters because the Masters is on right now. Just to double-check because you've tricked us once, Matt, your upset alert locked in is Jaguars going into Lambeau Field and defeating the Green Bay Packers. That was real. I'll give it a couple seconds because I know you guys are technically yeah. like maybe 10, 15 seconds behind live. That's what he's calling. But is that for real? Is that, is that the one? Because I like that. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, because I told you guys my survival pick is the Saints. And there's 13 people left for yeah. a little over a hand for the winner. I believe seven of the 13 have already locked in Packers. Some people still have yet to answer. But, like, that would wipe out over half of my survival league if the Packers went down to the Jaguars. That's insane. At this point, you would have to owe him. You would owe yeah. him 25% of your winnings. Oh, 25%. Relax. I didn't pick the Packers for them or the Jags against anybody. Like, slow, slow down, Matt. You're not getting any of my money if I win. Relax. Uh, it's like it's so funny how Matt's been, been right on his one game pick all year to where, yeah. like, I'm – here and now I'm thinking, holy shit, are the Jags really gonna beat the Packers? Like, I think really, it in my head. It. It yeah, it really is convincing. But like, there's no fucking way that the Jaguars are winning, dude. There's no way. Get out of here. The fact that it's it's at Lambeau Field, <laughs> so it's literally gonna be it's it's mid November. It's gonna be like 20 degrees. I don't even think the team from the Jaguars that went to the AFC Championship three years ago would be team. Jalen Aboye Fournette. Bortles, hey. Allen Robinson, I think was still there. He, he called the upseller, dude. So he did. watch he out. Up. Watch out. Who am I to hate? 
Who am I to say he's going to be wrong? I hope he's right. Me too. I, Can you I, imagine? I, uh, I can care less about the Packers. Can you imagine that division if the Packers go down and the Vikings beat the Bears? All three of those teams within like yeah. two or three. What are the Packers? Six and two? They're, they have it locked up, man. They're six and yep. two. Everybody else is under I'm five and three except the they Bears. They were to top to six and three. The Bears would be five and five, and the Vikings would be four and five. They would all would be within two games of each other. It'd be yeah. spicy. And hey, the Lions, if they beat Washington, would also be four and five. So it'd be four and five, four and five, five and five, and then, you know, six and three. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be crazy, man. I don't know if you're picking them just for the story, but that's wild. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Did I say that'd be crazy? Like it would said, be crazy. I, It'd be crazy. Well, guys, enjoy your Sunday. I appreciate you guys logging on and being live with us and being as active as you guys always are. Um, we appreciate it. We love it. I know Brad. I know Brad's digging it. Couple, a couple different upsets people are calling today, and uh, we're digging the insight. Another great day of football. Also, guys, while you're watching what you've seen from college football yesterday, what you've seen from the Masters, what you've seen from the NFL that you're going to watch today. Anytime you get a uh, a question maybe that you want discussed on the pod, send it in for those mailbag episodes. Yep. Um, we'd like to do one of those possibly every week if we get enough questions. I think we yeah. could. Maybe we'll go to every other if we don't. But I think last Thursday we, we did a really good job. But um, we enjoy that. We think that's the better route for Thursday. So anytime you're watching any question about anything, whether it be fantasy, matchups, divisions, NFL, just fire them puppies in, and we'll, we'll try and discuss them and, and see see what you guys think. Kind of a group discussion there on the uh, on the Facebook page. So keep those in mind while you're watching. Absolutely, guys. Enjoy your Sunday, Master Sunday, uh, a big NFL Sunday, and we'll be back on Tuesday with our power rankings following this week's slate of games. As always, go Patriots! They're gonna beat them Ravens. Hope you guys all enjoyed the show. Um, Bengals don't do it.